Hello and welcome to Watershed's August podcast. My name's Claire Reddington and I'm director of the Pervasive Media Studio, Watershed's Creative Technology Lab. Today we're continuing our summer theme by offering you a peek of what goes on beyond the cinema. I'm joined by Dick Penny, who's the Managing Director of Watershed, and by Verity McIntosh, who's the Pervasive Media Studio Producer, to talk about all things playful in the city. So I'm going to kick off by introducing the playable city, which is a new term that Watershed has coined. All over the world, we've got tech companies and governments investing in sensors, technology, infrastructure in the city um, under the label of what's called a smart city. But we think this might be a little bit cold for people. We think it's a little bit efficient and lacking in a bit of joy. And we know that Bristol's famous all over the world for street art, for street games. Everybody knows that you can come to our city and see something amazing in our public spaces. So earlier this year, we launched an award, which is called the Playable City Award, to commission future-facing work, which uses creative technology to explore the theme of a playable city. Now, Verity... Hello Lamppost eventually won from the 100 applicants that we had from all over the world. Tell us about Hello Lamppost. Hello Lamppost is the brainchild of an amazing team including Pan Studio, who are a London-based experience design studio, a creative technologist called Tom Armitage and an experienced designer called Georgi Gallic. Theirs was chosen from about 100 applicants from 24 different countries and it's an extraordinary project that's now live in Bristol and we would encourage you all to play. Hello Lamppost gives you the opportunity to look at your city in a different way, identify some of the things around you that may have been invisible to you but have been there the whole while, such as lampposts, post boxes, bins, benches. All of these objects have been there and perhaps been beyond your sights, but they have codes on them. And those codes this year, thanks to Hello Lamppost, have become secret passwords to the city. So, what does that mean? If you have a phone, and if your phone can send a text message, doesn't need to be a smartphone, doesn't need to be internet connected, if you can send a text message, you can now address these street objects. So for example, if you come across a lamppost and it says on it T863, you can use your phone and say hello lamppost hash T63, and that lamppost will talk to you. It will ask you some questions, it will tell you what other people may have said, it will know a little bit of something about where it is and what's going on, and it will allow you to spark up these kinds of playful conversations all around the city uh, that allow you to kind of engage with your street furniture and start to hear about the stories that are happening in and around Bristol. So how many people have been playing around the city? It's been running for 11 days now, so still very early doors. It'll be running for eight weeks, and in that really short space of time, we've had, at last count, nearly 1,400 players Uh, Those players in the city have been talking to about 560 objects and we reckon that translates to about 4,500 conversations. So an extraordinary amount of of, um, engagement already. People are really loving it and playing again. 4,000 street lamps, post boxes, bus stops have woken up. What are they saying? (laughs) So this is all sorts of things. So the the objects will, will talk to you based on what they are. So a lamp post might ask you something about are you scared of the dark? Or a bridge might ask you if you can see the fish that are swimming underneath it. Um, a bollard might ask you if it's in the way. These are all objects that um, have little playful moments with you and will ask you questions about themselves and about you. Who's playing? Who are, who are, is this a game for the cool kids who are hanging out in the city centre? What do we know about how people are playing? One of the biggest kind of hopes for this project was that it would go a little bit beyond that kind of hipster community that are always kind of voraciously involved in these sorts of projects. 
one of the reasons to choose it was because it seemed to be a really kind of low technical barrier to entry. It was really charming. It was really playful. And it was about people and voices. So what we've found is what we hoped for. And that's that families are playing. Older people are playing. People are playing on their way to work, on their way to school. People are chatting to their friends about it. And it's being kind of discussed all over the place on Twitter and Facebook in ways that tells us that there's a massive range of people playing. And it's been really joyful for us. One of the things that I really liked is that people have started hacking the system <laughs> already. So there's a, a woman in Bristol who's using it to to spread the word about public libraries in the summer. Is there other craziness going on? There is infinite craziness. People, I think, are starting to have played enough now to kind of work out if they can game the system. So some people are um, putting codes on posters in their own shops that they think will, will kind of encourage people to speak. Um, there's also been a suggestion from various people on Twitter that you can use it to talk to the grommets. So if you say, hello, grommet space dog, Gromit Space Dog can talk to you. And so people are kind of conflating different things that are happening in the city to kind of um, hack the system and, and make it their own, which is really lovely to see. Which is a perfect time to ask Dick to talk a little bit about how this project fits in with what else is going on in Bristol. Uh, it's very much about creating contexts where people can be much more active in shaping the environment that they inhabit, that they live in, that they play in, that they work in. And I think one of the great affordances of some of the new technologies is that it does give you new ways to communicate, new ways to share. Um, and so it's very much about trying to embrace um, the whole notion that I think is summed up by Make Sunday Special, which is that the public spaces in the city belong to all of us. We can take ownership and share them. Um, and the way that our city develops in the 21st century is very much about our collective action, not about governmental directive or even um, corporate manipulation. So it's very much about um, trying to um, be part of a, an activist movement. You know, an activist movement has many strands, but probably its biggest expression um, just recently was the winning of the European Green Capital. And Gigabit Bristol is another thing that I have heard kind of around. What, what's Gigabit Bristol? Is that related to, the, to green capital or to creative technology? Um, so not directly related to green capital, but Gigabit Bristol is the name given to um, investment in next generation super fast internet in Bristol. It will roll out across uh, the city over the next three years. It specifically refers to the speed at which we might connect across um, the internet, but it's really expressive of being a much more connected city socially as, as, as well as technologically. These um, different initiatives all come together to really begin to um, give Bristol the platforms to be a very forward-looking um, creative, innovative, um, livable city for the early 21st century. And talking of platforms, I believe that Watershed unveiled a new sculpture last night as part of the Bristol Temple Quarter uh, commissioning series. Can you tell us about that? Platform three um, at Temple Meads, which is the platform that you enter onto as you've gone through the ticket barrier. If you look to the left, um, it goes up towards platform one. As you approach platform one, you, you will observe a young girl standing by one of the pillars that supports the canopy. It's actually the daughter of um, local artist inventor Luke Duram. And as you approach, something strange starts to happen. 
Um, and, and Luke has, has used some very cutting edge technologies and his own creativity to create a, a statue of his daughter, which is a life-size 3D statue, but it is heavily pixelated. So we've all seen pixelated 2D images, but this is a pixelated 3D statue. And it has a very, very disconcerting, but because of it, a very human connection to it. So next time you're at the station, look left, uh, walk towards platform one. Um, we'd be delighted to see what you experience. But this is very much part of the same sort of concept as, as um, Hello Lamppost. It's about getting people to engage in their everyday environment, about getting people to see a little bit deeper, about getting people to think about the way that they inhabit the world. The whole Temple Quarter area has been designated an enterprise zone. And over the last six to eight months with partners, we've been commissioning a number of creative interventions, all of which have been designed to just get people to engage with the possibility of the future, to think about what at the moment is um, a fairly anodyne area of the city. It's got a lot of water running through it, but it's a, it's a mix of either um, large modern uh, office blocks or fairly decayed last century sort of industrial units that has the opportunity to completely regenerate the area around Temple Mead. So we've just been putting in little creative um, interventions that get people to go to spaces they might not normally go or think about spaces in, in ways that are different. And each of them um, has in some way also hinted at technological development as well as social and, and commercial development. So again, it's that linking up in a playful way what seems to be every day with what has possibility for the future. Verity and possibility for the future. What's next for Hello Lamppost? Hello Lamppost is with us in Bristol until the 8th of September, so you can play all the way through the summer holidays. After that, we're looking now at where it might go next, how Hello Lamppost might play in different cities, um, possibly in Brazil, possibly in America, possibly in, in Russia. How does it work when you're talking to a whole different kind of cultural landscape um, through Hello Lamppost? So we'll be, we'll be looking to take that with us um, in the new year. Also, we're, we're looking at potentially Hello Lamppost Award Mark II. So we're thinking about whether or not we can um, open this back out again and see what, what's next for Playable Cities. Because I think it's important to say that uh, we, we invented the term playable city here. We registered it to, <laughs> if you like, bestow it upon other cities that might join us from around the world to be playable cities. And so Watershed has also just kicked off um, a really exciting partnership with Hesife in Brazil, um, asking artists from UK and Hesife to come together and explore new ideas around playable cities. So hopefully lots of uh, awards and interviews Interventions in public spaces here and elsewhere. I'm going to close the August podcast with a shameless plug for Gromit's movie Marvels. We all know that dogs and lampposts are super best friends and the Watershed team have collared Gromit to get him to curate a season of dog-themed films, which kicks off on the 1st of August. We've got Lassie, we've got The Artist, we've got Best in Show, and we've got an amazing season of stop-motion animation classes as part of Cine Kids. So all on the Watershed website. Which is your favourite grommets, Verity and Dick? Have you been checking them out? I'm very taken with Isambard Gromit. I just think the hat really suits the, the figure. 
That's and that's outside Temple Meads. I think it is. It? it is almost part of the uh, the BTQ project. <laughs> yes. And Verity, I know that you've been uh, collecting the grommets on the app. Yeah, I have a compulsive behaviour problem now that I have the app, and I'm I'm collecting them all. But um, my favourite so far is one by an art, a local artist called Filthy Luca, uh, who is famous for doing inflatable octopus arms that spew from buildings, and he's made a grommet that's on um, on the downs at the moment called its Kraken Grommet, which is a a multi-armed kraken of a grommet nice. and that's just just enough of a pun to keep me very happy marvelous so we can be out in the city in the summer uh talking to lampposts spotting grommets and of course in the cinema watching our favorite dog films thank you dick and Barrett.